somebody an air hug.
because of that holy night we can celebrate today. Amen. And we can worship, I said worship, the King of Kings. We call him the newborn King on Christmas. But he's the King eternal. He's the King yesterday and still today. And when we're all gone, he's still going to be King of Kings. Amen. Why don't you lift your hands up with me right now and just worship him. Say, Father, we worship you, King of glory. We take this time to honor and adore you and to lift you up above all else. We worship the King of Kings.
lift your hands and worship him in the house. If you're joining us online, lift your hands right wherever you are and worship the King of Kings. Give him honor and glory. He's the reason for this season. He is what we've come to celebrate today. He is why we've come to worship. He is one we've come to adore. Let's bless his name and give him honor and glory. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Aren't you thankful that we can still celebrate our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ? We can honor Him. The greatest gift that we can give Him is our worship. The lives that we live, that's our worship. Amen. That's the greatest gift. In this season of giving and Oh my goodness, I had a wonderful day on Friday. I got to collect about 700, over 700, a 26-foot truck full of toys to give out to foster children and families. And that was exciting. And I thought about all of those bicycles and big screens and laptop computers and, and baby dolls and basketballs and all trucks and all that stuff. And I thought about all them things. I thought, wow, these are so wonderful. The kids are going to be so happy. But I had to stop in the back of that truck and tears came down my eyes as I realized the people who gave. They didn't know the children they're giving to. They don't know the circumstances it's going to. But they gave generously to bless someone else. And I thought that's what Christmas, that's what our life is all. Jesus himself gave generously. His whole life, he gave that we can live. So this season, I know it's weird. COVID's around and you don't get to spend time with your families. And on Monday, my dad fell and broke his hip and has been in a hospital and come to find out he had a total hip replacement. And we didn't even know they did it because of COVID and all that craziness. And we don't get to have the big parties. We didn't get to celebrate like we may, like we are used to and would like to. But in this 2020 season of hope, let's remember what Christ has done with us and for us. And let's give him to everyone we come in contact with, whether it's you see him six foot away or you see him on a Zoom. Let's give Jesus and share Jesus. Let's give of ourselves, shall we? Let's not forget the reason for this season. It's offering time here in the house, and so if you want to bring your offerings, there are offering buckets up here. You can use an envelope. You can use your credit or debit card if you'd like. There's also offering boxes on the walls, so you can put your offerings in those boxes, and those are secure. If you're joining us online, we're so thankful that you are a part of this service and our prayer and our heart is that you feel the presence of the Lord just like we're feeling him in this house right now it may be a little bit different but you get to be a part and we're a part of your life and you're a part of our lives so let's continue our giving you can give online if you're on the website hit the giving button if you're watching through another source go to uh, Zell you can do that at giving at riveroflifeaz.com you can also send checks here to the uh, church and the address. They'll put that up. However you give of yourself, let's continue to give just like our Savior did. Amen. Here's Pastor Brian. Good morning, family. I am, my heart is so full. I, I'm, I don't know what to say, and that's not like me. How many recognize what this washer is right here? what my dad carried for a long time and I have it in my pocket to remind me that I am blessed to carry on his legacy of, of giving. I, I shared earlier today 
there was a, a young couple at our church a few years ago, and it was one of, you know how my dad, many of you have seen how my dad would do for years, like in the middle of who knows what. We could have been spending, Becca, 45 minutes to get into the presence of the Lord, into the throne room, and finally we're there in that nice, quiet barach of the holiness of God. The holy hush falls all over the sanctuary. The expressive worshipers are laid out on the carpet. The cattle are lowing. No. Dad will stand up. Who rode the bus? Who needs food? You look like, you don't look like you need food. You look like you need food. No, the small one. Stand up. This is fictitious, although it's historic. And so it was one of those moments, one of those moments that, that, uh, that, that dad was doing what he did amazingly and uh, changed lives because we've, we've had money come in from other, other states this week, even, even the, the, today. Some more just, I'm, I'm just completely blown away. And um, anyway, so during that moment, and my dad's giving, do you know them? Do you know her? Here, 50 bucks. Take her to lunch today. Tell me about it. Keep the receipt. No, don't keep the change. Keep the receipt. Bring me the change. So that was happening, and, and um, this young woman leaned over to, to her husband and said, this is so weird. And he said, no, this is so right. Yeah, and so they actually sent, they actually sent some money this week to, to bless us with. So... I get to continue that that uh, that uh, legacy of my dad of of, of not knowing, and, and I feel more and more like I ha I have a lot of his genetics, and I don't know if I've suppressed them, <laughs> and it's time to let them out. Maybe not all at the same time, but anyway, it's it's really exciting, and uh, I I I kind of know now more, and maybe you guys know more how I felt during those times when I would never know what my father was going to do. And now that's fallen on me. I never know exactly what I'm going to do, but right now I'm going to give away some money. And so I'm excited about this. So a very generous couple in our church gave me this today and so told me that I get to do with it whatever I want. And let me say something about a gift. You don't just give someone a gift because they need it. Sometimes we do benevolence, and that's an, a beautiful thing, and we always want to continue in that. But sometimes you give someone a gift for the sake of giving them a gift. So I'm going to start with that. I was actually, I was instructed to do this for you guys. So Merry Christmas from, from church family. Jacinda, if you would come here, please. Would you, I, I, know, you're, I know you don't like to be put on the spot. That doesn't really matter right now. But this is, this is for you and your boys to have just an amazing, amazing Christmas and for you to maybe do some things that, you know, maybe is in your heart. And would you take this? There's a wild woman sitting in that chair in the aisle. Would you give that to her and tell her Merry Christmas from her church family? We have to watch her. She tried to rope me before service. Do you think I'm lying? It's not the first time, is it? <laughs> no, she said no. It's, it's really not. Everett. Will someone take this to Everett, please? 
and, and I am sorry, but before you go, I have another person, and I am so sorry I forgot your name, but you're sitting with Mackie, and I want you to give this to her from her church family, and Merry Christmas. It's not right next, right here, in the nice fringe jacket. Yes, yes. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Who else? Who else? I want to keep going. Let's see. Well, Dana, would you take this over to, there, there, there's a really beautiful looking woman. She's got a guest. Monica. Monica. Yes. Merry, Merry Christmas from your church family. Oh, and, and while we're at it, how about you, Ray? God bless you, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love that. I love doing that. Now I understand the, the high that my dad got in, in giving it's, 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 it's a high. It's a spiritual high. And I used to say, I love being the pigeon. I was so wrong. A pigeon is a nasty bird. It's a rat with wings. I bind that pigeon spirit. I am never and will never be a pigeon. I'm a dove. And I bring a branch of an olive tree. Yes. All right, so let's continue this. Now we've got some gift cards. All right, let's... Let's give, let's give a couple to Desiree and Dewan for their family. Bless them, yeah. Bless them. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Thank you for all that you do and, and your family. All right, how many do we have left? Okay. I, okay, all right. Yes, Charles and... Okay, and... and there's a, a woman, a young girl, a very young girl in front of a pole right there. Not on the pole, in front of the pole. In a, <laughs> Rita, would you give her one, please? <laughs> Man, I, I feel my dad this morning. <laughs> Both of them, my heavenly father, but my earthly father, I'm feeling it right now. And You know, he loves this. He loves this. How many we have left? Okay, see the young man in the denim jacket? back there sitting by himself and also to Albert one to him and one to Albert alright are we doing okay right now you guys good with this we've got two left okay we've got yes yeah okay what was it a pigeon it was a dove okay then I'm going to listen to it okay then all right. No, we're going to give her one. Thank you, though. So we're going to give to this beautiful young woman right here on the front row, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to that bird. How many do we have left? Okay, I'm going to put it in your hands and enable you to choose those three, okay? Thank you, all of you. And, and while, we're, while we're finishing this, I want to say from the bottom of my heart how thankful I am for the faithfulness of the River of Life family and the people who don't even go to our church for helping support us financially this entire season. We can stand up and say today that our bills are paid up and current. We've been able, we've been able to meet all of our needs throughout the, the different countries and more than I told you we sent to Uganda over three times what we normally send them and uh, Penny Penny uh, talked some I don't know if, if she 
Instagrammed or if she almost I should just stop it's because I sometimes when I say tweak I say the wrong thing and and I don't think she anyway communicated she yeah there you go with Pastor Sammy Kaba and not only are they helping families in Romania and Italy they reached out to some families in need in Iceland this year what's up Oh, okay, and I think Ron's saying that they're going to hope, hoping to start a church in Iceland. So you guys, you're part of that. Remember, we got to be there, the, their first, very first service in Arad, Romania, when the church, uh, what do they call their church? River of Revival. In connection with us, we got to be there for their very first church, and now they, I think they're over around 17 churches throughout Italy where I feel called to, and Romania, and now into Iceland. You guys have helped make that happen. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We have not had to, we have not been stressed financially. We've not had to worry what, how we're going to pay things. And it's because of you and your faithfulness. Thank you so, so very much. We've been able to keep our staff paid. Hallelujah. We've been able to keep our bills paid. And, um, and, and we're doing well. And uh, not, not all businesses and churches can say that. And I say that from a place of humbleness and gratefulness. Not in any way am I bragging. I'm bragging on the goodness and the faithfulness of God. And often God does what he does through you. Through men and women who say yes to him and they mean it. So thank you for that. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Ron and Carol, you guys want to do another song? Okay. And by the way, anytime you want me to give money away, feel free to give it to me because I love, I love, and now I know why my dad used to be like looking, are you guys done yet? We've worshiped already, already. I mean, he'd be like, how many times can you sing the same chorus anyway? He'd wait for us because there, it, there's a joy in giving. And so thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Merry Christmas. I love everything about Jesus.
Mary, did you know? of Jesus today I was reminded while Carol was playing of a scripture in Hebrews 1 that seems a lot more appropriate in this moment Hebrews 1 opens with long ago at many times and in many ways God spoke to our fathers by the prophets you know them Isaiah, Jeremiah, Micah, Habakkuk, Malachi, all had a universal message pointing to a hope that the world had not yet known but was looking really close for. So, so much so that some even missed it, Rebecca. <laughs> right in front of their face. Right before their eyes. The very people who were in the service of the temple missed the very one that was promised. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. I love the scripture. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. I want you to ask yourself a question this morning and reflect on it for a minute. How have you noticed God speaking to you recently? In what ways has he manifest his voice to get you a message that only you would understand? What has he done? What song have you heard? What dream have you had? What conversation led you to understand that God was dropping seeds of hope inside of you. It's not outside of his nature, as Hebrews tells us, to speak in more ways than one. Maybe it's nature. Maybe it's the majestic mountains of Zion National Park. Maybe it's the beautiful rain we had a little over a week ago. when the earth that was so parched melted at the reign of God. Just when I get used to him speaking in a certain way, he changes it up on me. I like that. Kind of keeps our relationship a little more special. Yesterday, I was in my house and just a pretty chill Saturday for me. I was thankful 
to have a, a chill Saturday. I actually slept in until 7. That never happens. I was so thankful, Diane. It was much needed. And as I kind of went throughout my day and just contemplating on the week, I realized, Mackie, that the Lord used you this week when we sat down together to plant some seeds in my heart. He was speaking to me through you, and I didn't even know it at the time. I loved our conversation. I always do. But the Lord really, really just kind of, not kind of, the Lord really started ministering to me. Ministering to me in burnout and tiredness and not sure what's happening in the world. And oddly enough, yesterday, Maggie had informed me about this new series that uh, you are going to love called The Chosen. If you've not heard of The Chosen, I want to invite you to grab your smartphone and download the app called The Chosen. It's a streaming service, and it's the, the life of Jesus in a series, much like we would, you know, anybody binge watch Netflix, The Crown? It's a great show. You got to watch it. In the same way, you can binge watch the life of Jesus. I love Jesus. And in this, in this mini series, there's a song, there's a theme song that really spoke to my heart this week. And, and even though in my conversation this week, I heard this phrase, it wasn't until yesterday that it really, really pricked my heart and caused me to take note that, hey, wait a minute. The Lord is speaking to me. And it's this one phrase that uh, I almost have an attitude about in some ways because uh, the, the mainstream media would like us to think something different of this of this phrase, but I don't I don't want us to get confused uh, that when the Lord speaks, He means something that's different than what we think. And the phrase and the name of the song is the phrase "Get used to different." You've heard this. The media has called this the new normal. I'm not a fan. I'm not okay with this being a new normal. I'm not okay with people being more comfortable staying at home than coming and gathering together as a body of believers. I'm not shaming you if you're at home. Not in any way. I understand that we want to protect our health. I do, totally. 100%. There is nothing like gathering together in person. As Pastor Lee would say, skin is in. Right? I want to see you with my eyes. I want to touch you. I want to hug you and love you. Skin is in, right? But I, I believe with all my heart, the Holy Spirit spoke this to me yesterday. I, I, I study at my dining room table. And it has become special. My dining room table, I, I, I want to tell a short story about it because I knew when I saw this dining room table that it was significant. When I bought this table, 
At the bottom, it's made of steel, and there's a big emblem on it, and it's so special to me, and it says, Bethlehem Steel. And when I saw that table, Mackie, I was like, that's my table. Little did I know when I bought that table that I later discovered my dad retired from Bethlehem Steel. And it, it was just one of those ways that the Lord spoke to me. Did you know Bethlehem means the house of bread? And so I have noticed, I've taken note recently that when I'm sitting down and studying the Word of God and praying and reading, guess where I'm sitting? I'm sitting at my dining table that is embossed with Bethlehem steel. I'm sitting down, breaking open the Word of God, the bread of life. And there, for some reason, the Lord speaks to me like never before. So I'm sitting down yesterday, and I, I get into this get used to different and remember that when God has a word, it's backed up with the word of God. When you get a prophetic word that is really a word for in right now season, the word of God backs it up all the way. And so when I say get used to different, I want us to think along the lines of Isaiah 43 and 19, that Jesus, the, through the prophet Isaiah says this, behold, I am doing a new thing now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild beasts will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, for I give water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise. Tell somebody, get used to different I want to fast forward a little bit because if this song, the lyrics of the song are so beautiful. It says this, this year doesn't look at all the way that I thought it would. This year I've been looking hard to find it good. I see the world on fire, find it hard to breathe. It's like a cloak of fear about to smother me. Can anyone relate to that? Oh God, my God, are you still here with me? Have you wondered this year, God, where are you? I even said just a couple of weeks ago to Pastor Brian, I do not understand for the life of me why we don't perceive that God has stepped in. Why hasn't, why, God, why haven't you done anything about this? Did you know as a believer, it's okay to ask those questions. If Jesus can ask why on the cross, why can't I ask why right now? Father, why have you forsaken me? Why, God, is there this global pandemic? Why? It's okay to ask why. Then in the song, the writer writes this as if God is responding, and he says this. Don't you see that I'm doing something new? You can trust that I'm working for your good. I'm not doing what you've seen before. This is the line that got me teary-eyed in my house yesterday. My favor is on you for so much more. Do you perceive it? Get used to different. I'm not talking about the different that the media would like you to adopt or that health professionals want to blast around the world. I'm talking about a man named Jesus. Can I prophesy over you this morning? 
the Word of God, if you have known an unquenchable hunger and thirst, I would like to invite you to know the Jesus of John 6 and 35, where he said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall not thirst. If your soul is so hungry and you don't have a solution for that hunger and that thirst, I invite you to get used to different in Jesus. If you have known aimless wandering and nothing but darkness in your life, I invite you in 2021 to walk with the Jesus of John chapter 8 and verse 12 where he said to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Did you know that you don't have to go into this next year aimless? God has purpose for your life. He has a direction that he is leading you into. And all you need to do is say to him, help me. If you've known closed doors and missed opportunities... I invite you to step into Jesus of John 10, 7 and 9. And Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. Your life this next year doesn't have to be directionless. Knock. Jesus is knocking on our hearts. And he's saying, I'm the way. We've tried it all. We've tried alcohol and drugs and sex and everything else. We've tried new age ideology and all of these different philosophies. But Jesus is saying, try me. I'm the one at the door knocking. Not Muhammad, not Krishna, not Allah. Jesus. If you've known broken relationships in unimaginable betrayal, I invite you to come to the Jesus of John chapter 10, verse 11, where he says, I am the good shepherd. I lay my life down for you. If you've known nothing but death and loss this year, I want to invite you to put your trust in Jesus of John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though they die, yet shall they live. If you have known trouble, abandonment, and impossibilities. I want to invite you to the Jesus of John chapter 14 where he says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And I will receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way I go. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus responded, I am the way the truth 
and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Father is the solution to more than we have even realized. Will you come to the Father in 2021? Will you abandon your ideas that the Father image have, has been so broken in our culture and in our country that we have found it difficult to very, come to the very God who created us because of what someone has done, said, or made happen? But in 2021, our hearts are going back to our Father. I believe that with all my heart. If you've known sickness and pain, get used to healing. If you have known embarrassing shame, get used to mercy. If you have known depression and you have known torment and mental anguish, I want to invite you this morning to get used to peace. If you have known disappointment beyond all imagination, I want you this morning to get used to hope. If you have known death and lack and destruction, I want you to get used to abundant life this morning. If you have known insatiable hunger in the deepest places of your soul, I want you to get used to different this morning. How do we get used to different? We come into Jesus. The Word of God promises us that in Him we live, we move, and we have our being. This morning, I invite you to lay aside the way it has always been in your mind. To lay aside getting used to trouble and trauma and chaos and problems and get used to the peace of God that surpasses all understanding that in spite of the storm that rages, you are making a decision in your life from this moment on to get used to different. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for all of your children this morning. God, I'm thankful for every leader that you have raised up in my life who has taught me to be the man of God that I am today. I'm thankful to know you, God, is only and always ever good. <laughs> only and always ever good. And Jesus, this morning we trade our ideas of what has always been for the word that you speak over our hearts this morning that we are getting used to different. And we rely on the promise that in you we live, move, and have our being and that you have come to give us life and life more abundantly. In the name of Jesus. River family, I bless you this Christmas season. And I speak Jesus into your hearts this morning. That he may prick the very private places that you have hidden from him. And allow him to work in your lives and grow you like never before. I pray that he amazes you this season, that he blows your mind and all of your imagination into a knowing him greater than you have ever known him before. In the name of Jesus, we bless you and we wish you Merry Christmas. I love you. You're dismissed.